Hello and welcome to episode 93 of the Nerd Input Podcast. My name is Andrew Goulart. With me is Nick Clattenburg and Josh Clattenburg. Oh, it's a rainy day today. It is oh, a bit of a rainy day. Feel it in my hip and my knee. <laughs> Goddamn osteoporosis. <laughs> I've never tasted milk. <laughs> Ever in my whole entire existence. Bones of glass. <laughs> like Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. Oh, they call me Mr. Glass. Uh, all right, Nick. Yes. Did you watch anything silly? I did. All right. I watched two things. Okay. I watched one thing on Netflix and one thing on YouTube. All right. Or YouTube. Okay. Banyo. Banyo. <laughs> <laughs> you banyo. <laughs> uh, first thing I watched was a new show on Netflix. It's a cooking show. Okay. It's called Cooking on High. Oh, I think I saw this. It's about yeah. like uh, edibles, making edibles. Yes. Yeah. It's regular normal food infused with, with the Mary devil's Jane. with the devil's lettuce. With the devil's lettuce. <laughs> every food, every meal is a salad made with the devil's lettuce. <laughs> Honestly, it is something creative. Yeah, I will say that. I'd, I, I'd be interested. I we watched like every cooking show there is anyway, so it'd be interesting to see well, something like that. The cool thing about it is they have a guy on there, which he refers to himself not as an entrepreneur, but a ganjapreneur. <laughs> Sounds like some dumb shit a typical pothead would come up with. Probably. But this guy actually, like, knows his shit. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, this one has, like, you know, hints of this and this and all this other stuff. And he's, like, passing it around to the people. Like a sommelier. Yeah, kind of. It's like a weed sommelier. Was it Doug Benson? Doug (laughs) I assume he hosts anything that has anything to do with weed. But, um, yeah, so, uh... No, they, every episode they... I, I would say they have the same people, but it's just sometimes they cross it over where it's like, on the first episode you'll see two uh, two judges. Yeah. And one is a musician, the other one is a comedian. They're fucking no-names. Okay. I don't know any of these people. So they, they, could, they could somehow not get Doug Benson for this show to be a know. judge. But, um, <laughs> so every episode they have... Two judges and they have two cooks. Like I said, they're all the same judges and they're all the same cooks. But what they do is they mix them up. So on one episode, you'll have this guy that's a rapper. Never heard of him. And then they have a comedian. Then the next time they have two comedians. And then the next time after that, they have an an actor and a musician. Okay. Whatever. They switch it up every time. Same thing as the chef. Yep. Uh, they'll have, you know... Two chefs, one one of the guys I, I kind of remember from being on Chopped. Okay. So he was actually on that show, and I think he won one of the contests one time. But, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, they, they make food. Yeah. And it's not just basic edibles, not like regular, they're not making Brownies and lollipops. Like they're making burgers, chicken, um... Pasta, tacos, all this other stuff. And everything is infused with uh, weed butter, weed oil. Um, Then they move on to what they call the THC timeout. (laughs) So what they do is they let it all just settle in. Okay. And then they come back to let them, you know. Three three days later. (laughs) (laughs) THC timeout. Black screen. Three days later, <laughs> they're still wearing the same clothes, they just covered got... in gravy stains. <laughs> Tears of a pedophile. Tears of a pedophile. That's a, that's a good band name. Tears of a pedophile. <laughs> Maybe a song. I don't know if you want to name your band that. What was, the, what was your old band name? Conversations with Helen Keller. That's a great band name. Very catchy. Very, Very catchy. easy to say. Rolls are off the tongue. Not, and it's so. easy to remember. <laughs> yeah. Apparently not in my book, but... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody remembers that. But, Only um, me and the four other guys in the band remember Okay. But, um... So what they'll do is, they, like I said, they have the THC timeout. Then they come back, and the way that they score, instead of just holding up a card, they have a spatula. And on the bottom of the spatula is a number, but on the top is a weed leaf. Okay. So everything evolves around marijuana. Yeah. So when they come back from the timeout, it's fucking hilarious. They'll be like... One of the guys, I, I can't remember what his name is, so we'll just use the name John. Okay. You know, and he goes, John, what'd you think? And you go, 
What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they're just completely baked out of their fucking minds. <laughs> and some of them have been like, I've never had edibles before. Oh, excellent. And like, you can tell because they're like, oh, you know, I, they're like, well, what'd you have to eat? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> or another one will be like, well, what'd you have to eat? And he'll try to explain it, but then it's just them hysterically laughing the whole time. Jesus Christ. Uh, one guy was like, oh, you know, my name is such... I, I remember his last name was Royal. And he was like, oh, yeah, my name is such and such, and then Royal. And he goes, R-O-Y-A-L-E. Why did I forget that? <laughs> I can't spell my own name. This guy won. He made me forget how to spell my own name. But, um, yes, the... Uh, the weed connoisseur of sorts. Yeah. His name was uh, God. What, how, how did he pronounce his name? Yes, Ungayo. Ungayo. Yes. Like one guy. Yes. <laughs> it was N G A I O. Oh, is is he like Vietnamese or something? No, big black dude. Okay, what the fuck? Yeah, big black dude, like kind of like salt and pepper colored dreads. All right. Always wearing a suit. Fly as fuck. <laughs> that sounds like it. But, yeah, it was, it was. I don't want to say educational because it was not really educational. But it was interesting. It was interesting because I've had edibles before. Yeah. And that's a fucking trip. Yeah. Like, and I mean off a tiny, tiny piece of chocolate. Yeah, yeah. That was two hours of my life gone. <laughs> and shit was just happening all around me and everybody that I was with, they were like, just let it happen, man. Yeah. Let it happen. I'm like, that's the beginning stages of a rape conversation. <laughs> let it happen. But you're pulling off my clothes. Just let it happen. Just let, just it, let happen, it happen, man. What's that video camera out? <laughs> <laughs> I got a boner. <laughs> I think it was like 13 or 14 episodes. Okay. But it was a, uh, it was a good watch. I might check that out. It was so out. good, I watched it twice. All right. <laughs> Most of it because I was big. I was going to say, <laughs> there's no way you watch this, and even if you weren't already high, be like, oh, I really want to get high now. And oh, yeah. Did get high. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those things where I was like, all right, well, I finished it. I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> watch it again with all the knowledge I have now. <laughs> the next thing I watched, I found this on YouTube. Once again, it was food related. Okay. Apparently, I just was on a little bit of a tear. Yeah. So... It's a uh, it's a channel on YouTube called First We Feast. Okay. And they have like little subsidiaries on the channel. So one is about like burgers. Another one I think is about street food. Yep. And then this one is called Hot Ones. Okay. And this is something. Asshole burners. This is something I talked about with Josh. I feel we need to do an episode for this. Okay. What do you it, mean? Like commentary wise? No. You mean like eating hot shit wise? Joining in wise. Oh God. And I'm just throwing it out there, maybe, but let me explain first. Okay. What it is is this: the host of the show, I can't, I think I remember is Stan or Scott or something. I didn't really pay attention. some asshole. I didn't really pay attention to the details. No. But the the guests on the show, I did pay attention to. Uh, people like Terry Crews. Oh wow. Bob Saget. Oh Jesus. This Chris is... Jericho. Oh God, yes. I definitely got to see this. This is a legitimate show. Um, Sounds more legitimate than the Netflix show. Kevin Hart. Okay. So a lot of these guys are on there, and they have ten wings. Yep. And ten bottles of sauce in front of them. <laughs> All of these wings have been cooked in said sauce in front of them. Yep. And they go in chronological order, starting with what would be the lightest. Of all of them on the Scoville units. Yep. Um, the first two that I remember off the bat were the first one is sriracha sauce. Okay. Which I think was like two thousand something. Delicious. Then there was Tabasco, not super hot. There was Tabasco sauce. Not too hot. Not too hot. After that, Dev- shit took <laughs> off. Straight devastation. Oh, absolute dev- <laughs> excuse me, devastation. They get to the middle. And that is their own sauce that they made. Okay. So they call it, it's the Hot One sauce. Okay. And it has more of like a like a sweet kind of chili flavor as they described. And then the heat kind of kicks in. So the reason why they said that they did that in the middle was because it changes everything. Mm-hmm. You went from like building it up yep. to kind of like a moderate. Then it took back off again. Okay. Um, there were points where like, People were hallucinating. Jesus Like, Christ. Terry Crews was hallucinating. Oh, my God. Just out of nowhere. Like, I think it was, like, the third to last out of these ten wings. Yep. And he took a bite, and he said he was like, I'm feeling all right. And he go, whew, I'm getting a little lightheaded. And then he mimicked the Old Spice commercial by just going, ah! <laughs> And just letting it roar. 
<laughs> just went full Ronnie Coleman. Oh yeah. And then um, there's a new Ronnie Coleman movie coming out, by the way. Oh, is that so? Yeah, it's called The King, I believe. Might want to check it out. I'll have to probably check has a sad out. ending because he's all fucked up right now. <laughs> yeah, he is. What happened? It's just bo- his, from punishing his body for so oh, many years of being right. that huge. His like joints and everything are a mess. I think he had. Uh, I think he had heart surgery too. Him yeah. and like I remember CT Fletcher, those dudes who like have the uh, like the biggest yeah. fucking physique. It must be something. Yeah. Did CT Fletcher die? No, I thought he died. For no, some he reason. got a heart transplant. Oh, Jesus second, Christ! Second heart transplant. Oh my god! Yeah. That motherfucker's a beast. I guess so. Alright, so... Just uh, remember, it's still your motherfucking set. <laughs> so Terry Crews went Old Spice. Yeah, Terry Crews went Old Spice. Uh, but the cool thing about it is, is it's a Q&A. Okay. So they're talking with the people and they're like, oh, well, you know, we have this where it's Instagram photos that have been taken, but we want to hear more of the backstory. Yeah. So it's... it's an Each episode's anywhere between 20 minutes to a half hour. Yeah. But it's it's just kind of cool because they start off so light, yeah, and then work their way up to two point two million on the Scoville unit. Oh God! <laughs> which is why I was saying maybe we should do this. Maybe the audience would like to. Hear. I would probably vomit at sauce number four. I I <laughs> ate a, a bite. Did you, did you have a sauce that you showed us at one point? Was it a very hot sauce? No, not here. I showed you a picture of the one that I saw in Seattle. That That's said, what it was. But, it was called Butt Plug Relief. <laughs> butt Plug Relief. <laughs> uh, but no, like I had, I tried, I took a bite of a piece of pizza that had a toothpick of ghost uh, pepper sauce on it. And I was fighting back vomiting for like the next 15 minutes. <laughs> like I took a bite, instantly had uncontrollable hiccups that I could not stop. <laughs> And then, like, just trying not to puke for, like, 15 minutes while some other girl that did that did puke was just in the bathroom vomiting her brains out. Plus, I think, I have hor- I, I've had horrendous acid reflux since 2008, so that would make it so much worse. I think I retract my previous statement. <laughs> I'll watch you guys. I'll try a couple of them, and I'll watch you guys do the rest. I know this man right here. This man, handle some heat? He loves himself some heat. All right. I, it was... You told me earlier, though, you were like, when they were doing the wings and stuff like that. Oh, they get to the very end. How you said the lightest was like the sriracha and Tabasco, which is still a lot for yeah. me. Yeah, but uh, at the very end on wing number 10, this is something that they do. They call it the final dab. Okay. And what they do is this wing, like I said, all of them have already been pre-cooked and they've been tossed in that sauce. Yep. So wing number 10 is finally sitting there. They do this. They uncap it and... Okay. Put a little dab on top of it. Yeah. And he says, you don't have to. It's just what we do on the show. Any episode that I've watched, everybody has done it. Because they feel that pressure of the camera and, on them. And then it's one of those things that they take a bite, and then that's it. Just one one bite of it, they put the wing down, and it's just a fucking horror show <laughs> yeah. after that. I the didn't teeth get, are melting. I didn't get to see the, the finale of Chris Jericho. Okay. But I saw Kevin Hart, Terry Crews, Bob Saget. Yeah. Bob Saget was hilarious. <laughs> He's hilarious, he's, man. He's just such a vulgar comedian. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I watch. I wonder if that channel is related to, there's one that, I don't know if it's still around now or if maybe it spun off into this, but it was called Hot Pepper Gaming. And Maybe. It was, the, the these people would get, uh, they'd get people from, like, the video game, like, media. Yes. On, onto their show, like, one at a time, and they'd have them review a video game while eating, like, insanely hot peppers. So they'd eat it like they take a bite of a hot pepper and then they are review now talk about this video game and it was mostly them just like sweating and coughing and almost throwing up and shit like that while trying to describe a video game. It was pretty good. So I wonder if uh, these people, this is the same uh, people, because it hot might pe- be. I saw something very impressive on Hot Pepper Gaming. Uh, Max Scoville, who's one of the hosts of the Comedy Button, my favorite yes. podcast, and he works for IGN now. Uh, he ate like so his last name is Scoville. his last name is Scoville, and he was on and he was on Hot Pepper Gaming. He ate like four habanero peppers, and didn't even break a fucking sweat. Just talked completely calmly, like he was just taking sips of water. It See, was I don't, ridiculous. I don't, I don't think I could do that. Yeah, I couldn't either. I don't. I would like to try that said wing challenge. Yeah. But that would be it. Yeah. I would never touch a spicy food ever again in my life. Yeah, I I really don't eat that many like. That I, I back in the day I used to have all kinds of hot sauces and eat all kinds of hot shit, but then that's probably why I have such terrible acid reflux all the time, probably from damaging my body at a young age. And now, I now if I have a hot sauce, I'll usually have like the uh, 
the green chili Tabasco, the like super mild one okay. that just has like the flavor of hot sauce, but yes. not really any heat at all. Um, yeah, that's usually what I go for. But yeah, that was all I uh, that was all I watched. All right, Josh. I've been watching a lot of uh, Luke Cage. Okay. Season two came out last Friday, so I'm there's 13 episodes. I already made it through nine. Yep. So it's. Like kind of a slower start from the last season. I don't know if any of you guys watched it. I did watch last season. Okay, so you watched last season. I don't think you have watched it I yet. Watched, though. I still haven't. I've only watched the first season of Daredevil and a couple episodes of season two of Daredevil. <laughs> All right, so, um, pretty much like last season of Luke Cage was him, you know, realizing he's got these powers and what to do with them and everything like that. So he's. At this point in season two, kind of like become a celebrity around Harlem. Yep. He's, um, what do you call it? Uh, people are like taking selfies with him. He's showing up like on YouTube. He's not hiding the fact that he's, you know, a superhero. He's a friend of his is like, you know, trying to get him money through merchandise. And there's like an app that kind of like tracks his whereabouts. (laughs) So he's like. You know, he's pretty big in the community. And um, the bad guy this season is a dude from Jamaica <laughs> named Bushmaster. Bushmaster? Bushmaster. I thought it was Bushwhacker. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, this guy's name is Bushmaster. Nice. Um, Tames that pussy. <laughs> I was just about to say. You could tell that this comic was written in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. His sidekick named Beaver Buster. <laughs> Beaver Buster. <laughs> So he he comes here from Jamaica. He's planning on like you know taking Harlem and but the the thing they show at like the end of episode one is that he can get shot like Luke Cage and survive bullets. Okay. So the thing is, it's not he wasn't like experimented on like Luke Cage was. Yeah. He gets it from like these um, herbs and stuff like that. He calls devil's it, lettuce <laughs> again. Kind of yeah. It's like a mixture of like uh, herbs. He calls it nightshade. Nightshade. So I'm he, so high. Nothing yeah. can hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he like, I don't know, burn, it's kind of like incense. He like burns it and he like inhales it and he can, you know, he's faster. He's like stronger. He's basically gone. I'm going to go inhale some incense. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now does this only work on him or is it other, if other it's, people can it's hold It's only it been on him that's had it so far. Okay. I, I haven't seen anybody else in the, the show use it yet, but... He's kind of like setting it up to be like that, you know, um, you know, big bad guy who can finally like take him on one on one. Yeah, and he does later on in the um, what do you call it? The season. The season, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm just looking through here. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, they kind of come into like contention. I think it's around. It was like episode seven or eight, but that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, him kind of like taking on Bushmaster and the two of them, you know, they meet for a fight and, you know, he kind of cheats a little bit, uh, Bushmaster and, uh, you know, they're kind of setting it up for the last couple episodes for looks like Luke to win. Yeah. Um, it's been getting mixed reviews online because uh, the first review I saw was IGN's and they gave it a 4.5 out of 10. I was really? shocked. That's lower than what they gave Iron Fist. Wow. Iron Fist was, I think, 6.5. Really? Yeah, so, but then I saw other places that gave it like 8 out of 10 or like f- 4 stars out of 5 or whatever. So Damn. it's getting mixed reviews. Um, you know, like I said, it's okay. It's not, it wasn't the first season. Damn. Rollers. <laughs> pop, pop, pop! <laughs> um, so, I watched that. I, too, watched some Harry Potter. Yes! So, um, I had gone a little while back with Kayla. We saw the first Harry Potter in Providence at a P-Pack, and they were showing the movie on the screen, and also, like, at the same time, they had the chorus, like, the band there playing Oh, really? It. Okay. So cool. they were playing it along with the movie. That was really cool. The so, whole movie? Yeah. Oh, wow. So they had, like, a little intermission halfway through, and then continued to play the rest of the movie. Like, they played the score of it. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, so which ones did you watch? So we watched... Um, Two and three on Sunday. Okay. And we're going to start 
four probably this weekend. All right. Because there's, I know, a few more left. Like, like there's they, like nine altogether, I think, yeah, or eight. They broke up the last like. The last one is two parts. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I have only ever seen the first movie, and I've never read any of the books. Um, I've never seen or read any of them. So, so we rewatched the first one, and then I watched the second. We watched the second one. I was seeing it for the first time. Like this isn't something I was resisting, like watching Harry Potter, because I knew it's something I'd probably be into. Like I like Lord of the Rings and shit like that. This I like the first, at least the first couple. I kind of seem a little bit more aimed towards kids. Then uh, it looks like the last few are just judging by the commercials I used to see with like the big like wizard battles and shit they would have. Um, but I mean they're still enjoyable even now as an adult seeing them for the first time. I do have a question about it, or a, at least a point of contention: the fact that they don't address in like the first two movies that people do some magical shit in the regular world in front of everybody. And no one bats a fucking eye. Exactly. Like, people go to the train station, and then a bunch of people just run through the fucking wall. <laughs> and no one says shit or notices. It's ridiculous. And, uh, like, they bring it up in the second one with, uh, the, like, uh, Ron getting in trouble for people, like, seeing him flying his car over, like, the over the train station or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But they never say anything else about it. I'm like, what about every other time when every kid goes onto the fucking train platform? And just runs into a wall and disappears. Yeah, so I googled it, and there was some bullshit answer that was on Pottermore that was, like, (laughs) J.K. Rowling wrote, like, after the fact. Not in any of the books or anything like that. Just saying that there's, like, agents from the Ministry of Magic everywhere uh, that people would use magic in the real world. And And if anyone does notice that they, like, mess with their memories, I was like, that is some fucking... That's some Retro- MIB bullshit. Yeah, that's some retroactive bullshit. It seems like up. such a cop out, though. Yeah, I know. I was like, why can't you just? You could. This is something you could probably figure out and explain away with like a few words in the very first movie, or the very first book. So it bothered me because I feel like, uh, like that world's very well built. Obviously, it's they have tons oh, of, of books and everything, but like <laughs> anything like there's no. I feel like there's not any glaring loose ends like that in like Tolkien fucking fantasy and shit like that. Like or, right. Like this, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's plenty of shit that people are like that doesn't make any fucking sense in like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. But I feel like most of uh, there's no big glaring things like that that <laughs> I would notice right off the bat, which that bothered me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if I watched anything else. No, I don't think so. Um, so I mean that was pretty much all I watched for now. All right. Well, the only thing besides. Uh, Besides Harry Potter that I watched was uh, I just continue watching a few more episodes of iZombie. So I think I'm like, I think we're like seven or eight episodes into the, the newest season, fourth season. Next season will be the final season, so I hope they wrap it up nicely. Oh, everyone dies. Oh, the whole world's taken over by zombies. Dawn of the Dead style. Ooh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know how that's going to go. But the show continues to be awesome, regardless of what Phil says. <laughs> and I will continue watching it. To its completion. But uh, besides that, let's watch some wrestling. Did you watch Raw and SmackDown this week? I or did at not least... watch SmackDown. I only watched Raw. Okay. Um, well, you can spoil SmackDown. I don't. I don't really care. There I have something a... to contribute. Oh did shit! Watch, did you watch NXT? I, I didn't watch it, you, but you watched the wake of Big of Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that briefly. <laughs> like we had um, on Monday night, we were watching Modern Family okay. briefly on USA, and it went into Raw, and it was like you know, rest in peace, yeah, you yeah, know, they Vader. Opened, they opened <laughs> but I came across an article. I didn't know if you guys had heard about this. <laughs> it says, "Dog bites man yeah. who happens to be WWE's Shinsuke Nakamura." <laughs> I saw that headline, but I did not. Is I did this not. True. I did not read into it. So here it is: Pro wrestler Shinsuke Nakamura was scheduled to perform on SmackDown Live Tuesday night in a U.S. Championship match against Jeff Hardy, but. Just a few hours before the event, WWE announced that Nakamura had not been medically cleared to wrestle. 
Some internet rumors and a report from Wrestling Observer said that Nakamura couldn't get in the ring because he had been bitten on the leg by a police dog in <laughs> Bakersfield, California before a house show on Monday. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to think Willie said uh, anything more about this. Let's see. They issued a police statement. Um, it said something about... Uh, here we go. Um, WWE employee had been injured by a bite to the leg from a member of an explosive detection trained canine <laughs> team. So... <laughs> um, they didn't mention him by name or anything like that. Yeah. It... Pretty much just says, you know, during the sweep, um, they uh, came into and entered in an area of the arena where an employee of the WWE was present. The canine entered the room to sweep for the presence of an explosive material. As the sweep took place, the WWE employee was accidentally bit by the canine. <laughs> dog, the dog is not very well trained. No. Stiffing out bombs, <laughs> destroying Asian people. They so. smell of gunpowder because they invented it. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so I just thought I'd run that by you guys. So continue. Uh, I can confirm he was not on SmackDown this week. Um, but yeah, I don't uh, What happened on Raw? Oh, besides... The- you, hear, you heard it here, folks. Shinsuke Nakamura is in a terrorist plot to... <laughs> <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura's new heel angle is trying to plant bombs in the arenas. <laughs> Quite the heel move. It's basically like that movie Sudden Death with Van Damme. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Did you ever see that, Andrew? I never saw that. Nick, you remember the one I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. <laughs> he played a firefighter. It was basically Die Hard, but in like a hockey arena. It was Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> with Van Damme. Yeah, the Tostitos guy. Yeah, the Tostitos guy. Is that the Tostitos guy? <laughs> everyone knows him now. That's all, all kids are going to know him growing up. The Tostitos guy. Yeah. Be like Jared from Subway. But back in the 80s, though, he kicked so much ass. No, no, no. He's the Tostitos guy. Did he have a rockin' mullet in the... Was it Sudden... Was it... Sudden, sudden Death. Impact? No, Sudden Death. Sudden Death. It, no, sudden Impact? It was Double Impact. <laughs> I'm, sure, he, I'm sure there's a movie called Sudden Impact somewhere. It was that... Double Impact was when he had the twin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did he have a mullet? What one did, I think, yeah. Excellent. That's how you can tell him the evil one had the mullet. He, yes. had, he had a mullet in Hard Target. Remember, that was the yeah. one where... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, in sudden death, that was like, you know, where he was at a hockey game with his kid, and the vice president was there, and there was a, you know, a thing where they planted bombs around the arena and took the pres- vice president hostage, but nobody else knew. Jesus Christ! And it was only his job to, you know, de- this guy who's a firefighter, yeah, you know, to they- deactivate bombs. You know, they're always tagging firemen to <laughs> go around doing bomb squad shit by themselves, but. <laughs> Um, I, I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, the only thing I can remember from Raw is the true Intercontinental, Intercontinental Champion defending his title valiantly against Seth Rollins. That was an amazing. Match. <laughs> it was. You're uh, not gonna piss me off about <laughs> it. Uh, I I like when the person that I like is a heel because then I don't have to get pissed off when they cheat to win or cheat to keep the title. That's because that's what their job is. Exactly. So I was like, oh, Drew uh, Drew McIntyre is going to make that's sure he doesn't. That's how I felt about Baron Corbin when he was U.S. champ. Yeah. Drew McIntyre is not going to lose this belt. He's yeah. going to cheat. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So he someone else did their finisher. Yeah. Fucking Baron Corbin runs in, pins them, yep. new U.S. champion. I'm like, I don't care. He, yeah. It was a dirty win. He's a heel. I want Dolph to hold the tights. I want I want Drew McIntyre to destroy people on the outside of the ring and then throw him in for an easy victory. A big motherfucker. He is huge. He's a fucking monster. Um, and the funny part is, you look at like old old pictures when he was with like Three MB. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like he was so tiny. Same thing. Look at Jinder Mahal and Three yeah, MB. Both of them were like transformed. Those two those two guys are like top tier stars now. And uh, Heath Slater, like I was gonna say Heath Ledger. But Heath, no. Yeah, <laughs> Heath, and Heath Ledger's worm food. How does that work out for Heath him? Heath Ledger has a better career than Heath Slater right now. <laughs> Heath Slater had that one big run where he became funny with the whole "I got kids" bit. And was the first ever uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champion with Rhino, but that was short lived, and he's been he's been gone ever since. That guy is still SpongeBob, (laughs) SpongeBob SquarePants. But yeah, uh, anything else from Raw that you remember that was noteworthy? Not really. Yeah, on SmackDown there wasn't really there was a uh, they canceled the uh, the was it Triple Threat match for Extreme Rules. That's what I heard, but they didn't talk about it at all. They did very vaguely in the beginning. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, they said something about. Heyman didn't agree to it. So oh, it's not that's happening. right. Yeah, and that—that's when Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns were confronting each other, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see Roman Reigns do it anymore. 
I, I, I got to see him go for something else. I was saying, like, when me and Megan were watching it, I was like, Roman Reigns could really use a fucking blown ACL and just be gone for, like, <laughs> nine months. Because I'm telling you, if he was gone for, like, nine months and he came back, people would be excited about it again. Oh, yeah. I, I'd be excited to see him after him being completely gone for nine months. Yeah. Uh, like That I, was like when Rollins blew out his knee and yeah. then came back. Yeah. Except people still loved him when he got injured. <laughs> people hate, oh, right. hate Roman Reigns. It's the best thing for him is to go on, like, a decent break and just be gone. Oh, absolutely. Um but we'll see. He only leaves for like 30 days at a time when he gets busted for drug charges. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, on SmackDown, the only noteworthy thing that I had was uh, a reunion of sorts at the end of uh, at the end of the show. It was Daniel Bryan versus Harper for the main yes. event. And then uh, Kane came out when Harper and Rowan started beating the shit out of Daniel Bryan. So then Kane came out to defend him. And then... Uh, they shared a very sensual hug. Yes, Team Hell No. And Team Hell No was back all of a sudden, and uh, Paige came out and gave them a title shot at Extreme Rules for the tag titles. So we know what's going to happen there. What's going to happen there? They're going to win it. Are they? I, I'm telling you right now, they probably are. I guess they because will. Because the, the Bludgeon Brothers are not crowd favorites. Yeah, and because I don't think they, they're going to want to put a singles belt on Daniel Bryan anytime soon. No. Um, so that's probably what they're going to do. And if they do... Want to put a singles title on him? He's gonna still be tag champion at that time. Yeah, so yeah, they're gonna have him as a dueling champion. I mean, t- uh, I think this is the best thing for. Did Kane win governor? I don't know. I never, I never saw. Was he? Was it governor or mayor? I think it was mayor for some fucking flyover town, Fly. <laughs> flyover state town. Let me look it up. Really, I don't know quick. where the fuck it was. Was it like Minnesota or something? I don't know where where he's from. Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the best thing for Kane. Like, if you're going to see him wrestle, no one really gives a fuck unless it's, like, Team Hell No is probably the most exciting thing I could think to do with Kane at this point. Just have Daniel Bryan do the brunt of the work in the tag matches and then have Kane be the beast that gets uh, hot tagged in when Daniel Bryan's getting the shit kicked out of him and then throw down a couple choke slams and see what happens. Um, but, yeah, I don't think there was anything. There, there was a U.S. title open challenge on uh, SmackDown. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who challenged it. It was Jeff Hardy, obviously, he's the champion. Yeah, because, due to the whole fact of uh, it was supposed to be Shinsuke facing him. Yeah. And who the fuck came out to challenge him, though? I don't. I didn't I, see it. Yeah, I have no idea. They didn't win it. I feel like that. Uh, I remember there being a Swanton bomb at one point and Jeff Hardy getting the, getting the pin. I think someone might have interrupted the match and then there was a tag match. Oh, it was. Uh, it was ended up. It turned into a three-on-three tag match because uh, who who's been feuding with the Apparently Usos? He did win part of the the mayoral race. Okay. Uh, it says that uh, WWE wrestler uh, Glenn Jacobs wins Knox County mayor election. So okay. I don't think he won the exact thing, but I, it's probably preliminaries or whatever. Yeah. Um, who are the Usos feuding with? What there's like a new tag team or something on SmackDown that they're feuding with? Can you remember? Uh, the Revival? No. Revival's on Raw, I believe. Who the fuck is it? God damn. Because then, because whoever it was, it was like a three-man team that came out and like interrupted the U.S. title match. And then, oh, Sanity. It was Sanity. Okay. Eric Eric Young came out to answer the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tiny Macho Man. Tiny Macho Man. <laughs> he came out to answer the open challenge. And then, uh, so Sanity was obviously with him. And I think... They ended up being a disqualification because uh, the Usos came out from the crowd and then Sandy started fighting and then I think they ended up hitting, like someone ended up hitting uh, Jeff Hardy or, or Eric Young. So then they restarted the match as a three-on-three tag match, uh, Sandy versus um, Usos and Jeff Hardy. And they ended up, Usos and Jeff Hardy ended up winning because I remember the Swanton bomb in the pin. But other than that, there was not much going on. So uh, we can move on to video games. <laughs> All right, y'all motherfuckers be playing video games. Whoop! Shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh goddamn IBS kicking in! Oh here. god! 
It's IBS, Crohn's, and one other thing. I, I, I had tacos for lunch today and yesterday. Oh, because I just made a pound of, pound of ground beef, brought it to work, and then brought a taco kit box to work, and then I had six hard tacos for lunch yesterday and six soft tacos for lunch today. Oh, and diarrhea for dinner every night. I would say so. <laughs> All right, so you guys play anything? Um, did we play all together last weekend or no? No, we didn't. Maybe. Um, no, last Saturday, no, we didn't. We played on Sunday. Yeah. Yes. So we played Sunday, yep. Yep, we played on Sunday. We played a little bit of the division. Okay. Um, you know, both uh, Josh and my dad have been leveling up lately, so that's a good thing. I didn't level up a lot that last time. We only played for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And the higher you get, the more it slows to a fucking crawl. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, I know we played for maybe about an hour and a half, maybe almost two at most, and then... Uh, I know a couple days ago, uh, played a little bit of Far Cry, and I was just kind of just going around doing my own thing, not really like fucking with any of the missions because I know Josh and I play together, or my dad and myself play. Yep. And uh, then I went back to the division again. Yeah. You know, and uh, pretty much cleared almost. My my map is almost clear now. Yeah. So I mean, like now it's one of those things because they've added so much more content. Yep. They want you to keep playing, so they add new missions right. and side missions, encounters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Did you but, ever end up getting any of the DLC? No, because I think uh, the first one, actually, a couple of them would probably be really fun. Uh, the first one I think was the underground, and that's where you go into like the underground subway area. See, that's actually uh, I finished the consulate mission or the united nations mission last okay. night yep. i did that by myself yep but um it uh if i'm not mistaken i think it actually like from beating that point the underground is now available okay because it popped up last night on uh on my uh my console yeah so so the underground is like basically repeatable missions yes where you go like excursions into the underground and you just have to kill a bunch of shit and then you can get like decent weapons yep. or i think there's a separate currency that you can get to like trade in like, yeah it's like ge credit yeah something, something like, like that. that and then uh i know like that would be fun i think for us to play together as just like a change up from the regular game mode oh of course and then also i think would be really fun was the third expansion i think it was called i think it was called survival where basically you go into a mission together and it's basically you're in like a helicopter and it crashes and you end up somewhere on the map. It's like a separate map from the game world map. And it's like a there's a crazy storm and the whole point of the of the mission is to like find a, some kind of biological sample and then drop it off at like a certain point. But along the way, anytime you go outside, you you start like losing health or you have a, you have like a temperature meter. And it starts, like, dropping, and you have to go near a fire to, like, bring it back up. And you have to find, like, when you find clothes, like, all the appearance items in the normal game, they actually function as keeping you warm in this mode. So, yeah, so you you don't have any of your gear in this mode. You drop down, you have none of your gear. You have to find weapons, and you have to find clothes and shit to keep yourself warm so you don't die. Oh, that sucks. And so it's that, plus there's PvP, like, there's other people around who can attack you if they want to, or they can just go about their business. Oh. Um, but it's, not, it's, it's, like, very different from the main game, so it seems like it'd be cool to try. Because I have the season pass, but I've never tried any of the any of the DLC. Now, there's one question I wanted to ask you, because I know you've been a gamer for such a long time. Yes. Um, is it possible to play PS3 games on a PS4? Uh, no. It is not. Uh, I think there might be, there might be like a handful. Actually, no, I don't even think they do that. I was going to say, there might be a handful of PSN ones that you can download and play, but it's only if they've been specifically remastered as PS4 games. Okay. I was going to say, because there was one game that I haven't played in a while that I know I want to play. Yeah. Army of Two. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Yes. I have that. I have I, I have that on next. I think I have all of them on Xbox 360. There's three of them. Oh, yes. There's Army of Two, Army of Two, The 40th Day, and Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel. Yes. Um, And I know I have the first two on disc, I think, and the third one was okay, a Games I'll, of Gold. I'll download those fucking things tonight. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you still Do you still have your PS3? No. Oh, I was going to say. No, yes, I do. Yeah, if you plug that in and go and just sign into your thing you can buy it on the PlayStation network on there it's probably like 20 bucks maybe less That's it'd be bad. cheaper if you went to the store to get it like if you find yeah. it if you got that on PS3 at like GameStop it's probably $5 oh of course any of them are probably $5 I'm surprised that it just doesn't work or it would be lesser quality or whatever yeah no they they don't have backwards compatibility with PS3 um uh, the only backwards compatibility is there's PS1 classics on the PlayStation Network that I think mm -hmm. are playable on PS4 and PS3. And then on PS3, you can play PS1 discs in a PS3. 
and then they've released a few PS2 classics okay. on PS4 that you can play. But I'll the, have this, to check the PlayStation Network to see if they have uh, Army of Two on there. Yeah, I'm sure they do, but not not a PS4 version because there's no way they remastered those on PS4. No, no. Um, yeah. Uh, I played a few things. I continued playing Darkest Dungeon, that like super hard RPG that I actually started to enjoy because I watched a few guides on how to play, and uh, I ended up beating the first two bosses in it. Uh, getting the, the I really the whole point of the game is just to level some of your guys up enough so that they can go into the darkest dungeon, like in okay. quotes, because uh, you basically have to beat four levels in the darkest dungeon, and that's how you beat the game. So you don't really have to beat any of the bosses. That's just how you get some decent gear for some of your guys. So you basically just want to level your guys, get some of your guys to like level six, which is the cap, and then go into the darkest dungeon. And I think you can't bring the same person into the darkest dungeon more than once, okay? Because they get too like terrified of it. Um, so I got a few people at like level three or four, I think, like my highest guys, and then I got like a handful of other people that I've just been doing the lower level missions with. But I beat the first two bosses: the apprentice necromancer and the sonorous prophet, or something like that. Um, but yeah, the game's the game's pretty fun. It's fun to have on Switch and just like pick up and play. Like you do like one short dungeon or medium dungeon that'll take like twenty minutes or something like that, and then put it back down. Um, I got a couple of new games. I got a game called Elix on PS4. Okay. E-L-E-X. It's a action RPG. Definitely like a B-tier action RPG. Not super polished. It's actually, I believe it's by the same company that made that game Arcania I was talking about a few weeks ago. That was like really dated and shitty and I stopped playing because it seemed like there was a missing cutscene, but they really just didn't have one there. <laughs> okay. I, I believe it's the same company because that's a gothic game and I know that the, the company that makes this is known for making the gothic games. I assume they made that one. Um, but yeah, the whole reason I wanted to play this game, it came out earlier this year, I think, or maybe late last year. Um, the reason I wanted to play it is just because the world seems really cool. It takes place on this other planet, but basically looks like Earth. Uh, somewhat post-apocalyptic Earth in some areas. But it's a weird blend of, like, traditional fantasy with, like, armor and, like, axes and swords and magic and shit like that. But there's different factions. So there's one faction called the Berserkers, and they all only use magic and they don't use any like technology or anything like that they use swords and axes and, and metal armor and stuff like that and magic then there's another one another faction called the outlaws and they use like regular firearms and they're just like lunatics who will just fucking kill everybody and shit like that then there's the clerics who use uh they use like technology with a uh, fueled elix is the stuff that came down in this comet that destroyed like the world so they all use it in different ways. The Berserkers use it to use magic. I don't know how the Outlaws use it. The Clerics use it to make like crazy technological like weapons and shit like that, and armor, like really fancy sci-fi armor. And then now, uh, does the armor show up in the game as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, because I know I remember you and this I. Ain't, always... This ain't some JRPG bullshit. Okay, I was yeah. just saying. Yeah. I was just saying because you and I have had that conversation. Yeah. Well over a year ago, when uh, I know you were talking about Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah. Saying the how, weapon like, upgrades. Yes, and yeah. you would do certain uh, customizations to things, and you wouldn't see it. No, you do see it in Tomb Raider. Oh, you do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I must have. I must have compared it to something else where you can't. But it might have that's been. why I like Tomb Raider because you yes. can't. Yes, and uh, that's why other games like Division, Army of Two, right? Um, Fallout. Yeah. Not Fallout. Yeah. Fallout. Yeah. Fallout done, yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Far Cry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All those you get to actually see the. The changes you make. Yes, it's not just it's not just a stat change alone. It's a exactly. cosmetic change. Um, but yeah, it, to- it has that. There's uh, slots. Uh, your armor slots are head, torso, arms, and legs, I think. And then there's like a neck one for like charms, which probably don't show up. Usually in games when you have like charms and stuff like that, those are the only ones that don't show up. But then there's weapon. There's all kinds of weapons. But it's cool because the first area I'm in is where the berserkers are. So it's all like it seems like straight up a fantasy game because no one has guns. They all have... They all look like medieval, like with medieval armor and shit like that. But then if you go to a different area of the world, they'll be straight up like Mass Effect looking sci-fi people running around with like jetpacks and fucking laser guns and shit like that. So it's really cool blend and you can choose whatever faction you want to, you want to help out or join. Uh, and then like you can deck yourself out in whatever kind of armor and weapons you want. Plus you have, you have a jetpack no matter what. You start the game with like a jetpack, so it's pretty cool. I like that. Um, but yeah, it's a fun game. Very unpolished. The combat's like quiet. The, the, contr- Josh. <laughs> the controls are kind of like jerky and not very smooth. Like uh, it's it's what I expect from like when I get a game like this. I didn't oh, expect it to be like high quality. I think it was a budget title when it first came out. I don't even think it was sixty dollars. 
But uh, it's still fun. I think the world alone and like the storyline could be cool enough to follow through with. Oh, of course. And you can get it on PS4 now for like twenty five bucks. I think that's what I got it for. Uh, and I played a little bit of Mario Kart Eight Deluxe on the Switch. You make it sound so sexy. It is. It is sexy. It's with fucking Wario's fat ass and his red cocaine using nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's Go my, on. <laughs> that's my guy. Well, any game, any Mario game, like Mario Party, Mario Kart, whatever, I'm always Wario. He's my boy. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing a little bit of that. I had Mario Kart 8. I see a tattoo in your future. <laughs> Wario, actually, that'd be pretty good. I'll do a Wario <laughs> tattoo yeah. on you. I'd get a Wario tattoo. Uh, so, I played Wario, uh, Mario, <laughs> Wario Kart. I played Mario Kart 8. Yeah, go with Wario, it's fine. <laughs> they should make a Wario Kart. Uh, I played Mario Kart 8 a little bit on Wii U, um, but, like, never really got super into it, so I decided to get it on uh, Switch, and it has, like, all the DLC that came out for it, plus it has, like, some extra features. One of my biggest complaints about the Wii U one is that you could only have one weapon at a time. Like, in every Mario Kart, you pick up a weapon, you can, like, dangle it out behind you, like, say you pick up a green shell or something, you hold it out behind you, and then you can pick up another weapon. In Mario Kart 8, for some reason, they made it so you could only have one weapon at a time. But in 8 Deluxe, they fixed it, so now that you can have two. Okay. So they made some changes like that that do affect gameplay. But yeah, I've just been doing, like, the Grand Prix by myself. And, like, since it's on Switch, uh, you automatically have two controllers because each person can play with a single Joy-Con, like, off the side. So if me and Megan want to play, I can just slide the thing into the base and pull a Joy-Con off for each of us. And you can play two players without having to buy, like, any extra controller. Okay. But, I mean, it's Mario Kart. If you like Mario Kart, you'll like Mario Kart 8. I've played Mario Kart a long time. That used to be me and John's go-to. Every single Friday, I would get out of work. John would come over. We would play Mario Kart Wii uh, for like an hour and a half or so. Drink like five beers and then go to the garden. Every single Friday for a long time. Okay. (laughs) I I played the shit out of Mario Kart Wii. And we always played with motion controls too with like the plastic steering wheels not attached to anything. And I found out that no one else plays with fucking motion controls. Like, how the fuck do you do that? I was like, I don't know. I can't play with a regular controller. I'm so used to the motion controls. Like, we got really good at it. Um, but now I'm playing with just a controller on Switch because I'm tired of moving my arms. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for video games. Got some miscellaneous happenings. Shock the system. You guys got anything? Um, I got three. Jesus Christ. Nah, I got nothing. I got one. <laughs> what do you mean you got nothing? <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> okay. I have one like quick thing. It's not like something that happened really, but okay. something to mention. How would you like to go about this? Uh, you you crank one out and then I'll you do crank mine. Crank one out? <laughs> yeah, and then, re- then do your miscellaneous happenings. <laughs> uh, Alright, um, I have it titled in here. It's uh, That's Too Far Out. Thank you for titling them for me because usually I have to think about what to note them as in my phone myself. I, just, I put a very small little blurb in there and I'm like, alright, I remember this. Right, yeah. But uh, this actually happened yesterday. Alright. Actually, all of them happened yesterday. Big day. Big fucking day. day. Yeah, BFD. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this was... Boston like, Fire Department. Boston Fire Department. <laughs> and, uh, like I said, the, it's titled That's Too Far Out. This kid walks into the studio. You know, uh, I'm on the middle of a smoke break. Uh, Ryan's kind of hanging out at the counter. Guy comes in, says that he wants to get a, uh, a piece done. Swan sticker, lightning bolts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, so he said he wants to get a piece done, and, you know, he was telling Ryan his idea, and he was like, oh, do you have anything today? And he goes, no, man. Like, we're... We're all booked up for today. And yeah. he goes, oh, that's unfortunate. And I'm thinking, like, right after he said that, I'm like, he's going to light this place up. <laughs> like, he just didn't get the answer he wanted. So How unfortunate. <laughs> he's wearing a trench coat. <laughs> no, he was not. Okay. But, um, was he wearing a stained wife beater and basketball shorts with mismatched socks? Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so he, uh, you know, he was, ta- he was asking us, like, you know, when would be the next available appointment that or a day he could come in so ryan checks his schedule and he says unfortunately i can't get you in until i think he said like you know two three weeks from now and he was like oh uh, well maybe nick could take you sooner and i was like oh, this is the only available day that i have within the next couple weeks and the guy goes uh nah that's too far out 
<laughs> and we were like, do, do you just not want it yeah. anymore? And so he he's was, insanely impatient and has to yeah. get it. Like, he'll just go to any studio oh, that can take oh, him Oh, don't soon. worry. It, it gets better oh, than okay. these stories. All right. But, yeah, so uh, we were like, oh, sorry, there's nothing we could do. We'd be like, if, if we don't have any time today. Yeah. He's you, like, you flee in the you flee in the country, sir. Yeah, like we can't get you in, in a couple of weeks. What what do you want? Yeah, like there's nothing we can do. Yeah, and that's why he was like, um, that's that's too far out. Okay, I'm like okay, cool. All right, see you. Well, bye. Have a good one. <laughs> see Kyle. <laughs> um, uh, my thing was just uh, we mentioned last week. Yes. About canned brown bread. Oh, <laughs> and perhaps having the movie guys try some delicious B and M canned brown bread. Oh, That's always the brand I had. I don't know if there oh, are other brands. No, that, is, that, is that, the is the, brand. that is the brand. B and M brown bread. So uh, Joe reached out to me and uh, said that he would be happy to try some brown bread. Okay. And uh, he asked me what type of beans to have with it. He said, asked if pork and like canned pork and beans would That's okay. Perfect one. I said that'd be fine because I would always have just regular Bush's baked beans, but pork and beans is baked beans anyways. It so, is. Uh, so yeah, um, and then any, any kind of hot dog of your choosing. Yeah, any hot dog. The che- I recommend the cheapest, shittiest ones possible. The bar s ones. That's like ninety nine cents for a twenty yeah. pack, and you can chew them with your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nah, don't get those. Those are fucking nasty. But uh, yeah, any kind of hot dog and pork and beans would be perfect with some delicious canned brown bread. Just slice it up. It's He's got still the, laughing over here. <laughs> it's got the canned ridges on the side still, and you just throw some fucking. I think. I can't remember. Did you like put that shit in the oven for a little bit to warm it up, or like the broiler? Because my mom definitely used to warm it before we ate it. She, you okay? <laughs> just what are you laughing about? The hot dogs? Yeah. It's just all about you, like you chew with your tongue. It's true. I mean, I, I've done it. You just smash it against the wall. Oh shit! But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you like. I, I haven't. I don't think I ever prepared brown bread for myself. But like when I was a kid, my mom definitely heated it up. I don't know. Oh, of course. Like, you got to slice it up. Right. And then you got to you got to nuke it really quick. I think my mom put it in the oven or the broiler for like a little bit just no, to we like. We didn't have that shit. We had a microwave. You didn't have an oven. Well, we did. I find that hard to believe. We, do, we have no fucking oven. <laughs> like, we used the microwave. So <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, slice it up, heat it up, just warm enough so you can melt some butter onto that exactly. shit. Exactly. And then just throw some beans on it, some hot dogs, good Absolutely. to go. Absolutely. Uh, and he said. That he wants to return the favor and send us a Michigan delicacy. <laughs> Something that I'd never heard of. Okay. But he's going to send our way. He wants us to have it on the show. I told him we could on do that. On the show. On the show. Uh, so it is, <laughs> it is pickled bologna. <laughs> pickled bologna. Pickled bologna. That's a thing. Yeah, I get, yeah, they do. I think I remember them talking about, uh, Joe and Phil talking about how they pickle fucking everything out there. But I'd never heard of pickled bologna. I imagine it tasting like eating a block of wet salt. But uh, we'll see how it is. Uh, he said you eat it with crackers and cheese. So okay. he said get he said get some Ritz crackers and get a block of cheese, like any kind you want. I asked him like should I get like cheddar or something like that. He said it usually goes with uh, with like pepper jack or okay. Colby, something like that. So I was like oh, I'll get some pepper jack cheese, some Ritz crackers, and then we'll eat some fucking pickled bologna. Okay. And we'll give a little review on air whenever, whenever we get it. I'm gonna buy the brown bread this weekend and uh, mail it out to him. Hopefully this weekend send okay. it out there. So. Uh, yeah, we'll see how he enjoys the brown bread, and we'll see how we enjoy the pickle bologna. Just make sure you have, like, a bucket in here, just in case. <laughs> we'll see. I guess picture... Uh, I am I I don't know if what, like, shape the bologna is in. Like, is it sliced bologna that is in there? Is it, like, cubed bologna? We're, we're going to find out. Is it, like, a big log like they have at the deli of just the unsliced log of bologna that is entirely pickled? I want to... I'm wondering what this jar looks like. <laughs> so, we're going we're gonna to find yeah, out. We're going to see. Um, but yeah, that's all I had. So what's your other, uh, other the two? The other two that I had, um, one happened when I was on my way to work. I stopped and grabbed a quick cup of coffee and uh, yeah, I was being nice, held the door for, uh, I don't want to say an old guy, but an older gentleman, mm-hmm. you know, and started talking about my tattoos and he saw my Baron Corbin shirt on and. You know, he asked what the end of days was, and I just wanted to throw a fist in his face. At it's what is nigh. It's what is nigh, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we uh, were bullshitting back and forth, and he seemed like a relatively nice guy. And then he started approaching my vehicle. And I was like, oh, fuck, this dude's going to ask me for a ride. He's going to ask you for a date. He's going to ask me if I'm going to New Bedford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you going to the King's Inn? <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, and then he just out of nowhere goes, "Hey, 
I'm writing a book. Oh, God. And I went, all right. And he goes, for the marijuana enthusiast. And I went, okay. <laughs> it's called Peter Cottonmouth. <laughs> and I went, okay. Is it for children? I don't know. I'm writing, I'm, a, I'm writing a book for the child marijuana enthusiast. <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. And he was like... Well, see you later. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then the last one was uh, we had two, count them two, folks, impatient 17-year-olds. At the shop? Yes. So what the fuck? Like... So both of them came in, and obviously I don't know any of their names, so I'm not uh, worried about that. Yeah. But um, it was a mother and daughter. They came in, and uh, it was in uh, Ryan Station talking with him. And I overheard this lady's talking about, uh, you know, asking if her daughter could get a tattoo. Yeah. And she was talking to, uh, you know, Alicia and my walk out front. And all I, he- all I see is this girl standing there like this. And I know you can't see it, folks, but it's arms crossed. Yeah. Shotgun fucking, like, legs sticking out, <laughs> yeah. all pissed off. <laughs> and she goes, uh, she says, well... Can anyone here tattoo my daughter? And she goes, well, how old's your daughter? And she goes, she'll be 17 soon. She'll be 17. And it was one of those things where I went, all right. <laughs> and I said, well, unfortunately, it is written on the wall over there that you must be 18. She goes, well, it's okay because I took her to Connecticut. She already has a tattoo. Take her back to Connecticut. And then. I don't know why, but the words just rolled right off my tongue. And I just went, mother of the year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like... Ah! <laughs> it doesn't matter. You weren't gonna get fucking. They weren't giving you money anyways because no. you can't tattoo her. <laughs> but no, actually, at one point, right after all that, the daughter storms out of the fucking shop, and in like a huff. Wow. And I was like, okay. And she goes, well, I was gonna pay you guys cash anyway. Oh, we've never seen that before. We've never what seen a, what a big deal. I've never seen cash. You could have paid me in rubles, <laughs> and I wouldn't have given a shit. <laughs> and uh, so, not even twenty minutes after that. We had another 17-year-old come in. Wow. With Separate. Her, yes. With her mom, again, and uh, says that she wanted her daughter to get a tattoo, and she tried laying on the sob story of it's a memorial tattoo. I told her, I said, I'm sorry, but there's nothing we can do. She, she must be 18. I hope the memory's not faded in a year. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, she was like, well, it's a memorial tattoo. And I go, okay. And I, I wanted to say this so bad, but I knew I had to curb it. I went, well, they're still going to be dead next year. <laughs> yeah. That's what I wanted to say, yeah. folks. I didn't say it. I wanted to say it. But... So, uh, are these people, like, under the impression that, like, their child can get a tattoo as long as they have parental permission or something like pretty that? Pretty much, yeah. Because that's totally not the case. No. <laughs> Gotta be fucking 18. Yeah. Maybe in Connecticut they do it, and I know there are a few towns in Massachusetts that do it. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it to give them the business. <laughs> yeah. But, um, or even put that idea in their head. Chances are, if you're 17, you're gonna get something stupid anyways. Oh, of course. When I was, <laughs> like, 16 years old, I was huge into, uh... uh ICP. From- no. <laughs> Why would you go with that? Because it's not I like accusing people of being fans. <laughs> gonna be a juggalo? Yeah, I like no. accusing people of being juggalos. I'm gonna get a hatchet man tattooed on me. Yeah. Well, you Jake Robita? His portrait? <laughs> That's his nickname, isn't it? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm gonna put an end to this rainbow. <laughs> but uh, I remember when I was 16, I wanted the, uh, what is it, From Dust Till Dawn. I wanted George Clooney's tattoo, which is the full sleeve oh, tribal. of all tribal yeah. all the way up to my neck. Yeah. I am so happy I didn't do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So uh, this other one, like I said, you know, it was a memorial tattoo. And then she completely just looked at her daughter and threw her, like, right under the bus. She goes, well, if you're not getting tattooed, I am. Oh, so. in your face. And I was just like, bitch. <laughs> Keeping it real. Wu-Tang! Wu-Tang! <laughs> oh, oh, oh! But, um... Otherwise, I I don't have anything else. Alright. Well, I suppose that's it then. Let's get to our wrap-up. I decided to throw this in there because recently, this meant a lot to me, uh, we we lost a very well-known drummer. Yes. I'm a drummer myself. Yep. So, I'm going to play a little bit of Pantera. Pantera. I 
As always, you can get our episodes every Tuesday when I put them up. You can get them on iTunes, or you can rate and review us. You can get them on any podcast app, or you can stream or download it from our website, nerdinput.com. Uh, you can email us at podcast at nerdinput.com, and you can follow us at on Instagram and Snapchat at nerdinputpodcast. That's it. See ya.